0: Welcome to week number 231 of the two guys in a Friday's podcast. My name is Steven. That over there is Travis. Cheeseburger. What about him?
1: I don't know. I just wanted to say something different.
0: Um, I haven't had one in a while, actually. I'm trying to think like la- the last it's cheeseburger. It's like frozen
1: burger. sliders the other day, you know, some like Trader Joe's microwavable sliders. They're oh, you guys good.
0: left your uh turkey corn dogs over here by the way. If you want those back. Uh,
1: turkey corn dogs. Are they Okay, maybe. Sounds disgusting. Why? I mean, it's I mean it's not meant to be like high cuisine. It's supposed to be something you make quickly for your child. I don't want a turkey hot dog. But
0: don't eat it. Oh, I'm not. They're staying in this freezer until you get them back or until the freezer gets replaced.
1: Sounds good. Sounds like a perfect place for them.
0: Gross. Uh, welcome to the show. We watch TGIF. We talk about it. That's what we're doing today. Uh, thanks to drew for the theme song this week thank you drew
1: thank you thank you drew
0: tgifcast at gmail.com if you want to come uh, make your own theme song you can send it right there make sure you're following us on all social media at tgifcast any updates that we have about anything we try to post them on there we usually don't but uh that's probably the first place to check (laughs) maybe yeah sure why not
1: check there listen to the podcast first and then check there it's probably your best bet
0: um, so we've got some episodes, we watched them, they aired back in 1994, we're gonna talk about them, but before we do, we like to see what was going on in the world 30 years ago when these episodes aired. Now, what was the actual Friday that these aired on?
1: Yeah, these would have aired, so it's only three episodes this week, uh, Boy Meets World was in a rerun, so this week would have been Friday, February 18th, 1994.
0: Got a couple stories for you, um, start with, uh, February 13th. 1994, uh, the NBA All Star Game happened. The only reason I uh, even brought this into a uh, story for the week was uh, the MVP was not Michael Jordan. It was actually Scottie Pippen in the All Star Game. I don't know if Michael Jordan Ooh. played. I assumed it, but uh, I thought it was kind of interesting that Pippen was the MVP.
1: Uh, yeah, and not not Jordan. I don't know. Maybe he just had a good game. Yeah,
0: maybe passed the ball a lot. I don't know what he
1: does. Uh, I'm looking right now to see if, if Jordan even played. Jordan played. He had to I don't think he did. I don't think he did. That's why yeah. Pippen was MVP. I mean, names that names that immediately stand out to me. And of course, I'm not the biggest basketball fan, so I might be I might be uh, skipping some folks here. But Scottie Pippen, Shaquille O'Neal, Mookie Blaylock, Patrick Ewing, yeah. Horace Grant, Alonzo Morning. Alonzo Morning. He was a. I don't know. He wasn't the. He wasn't the on uh, the Hornet that was on the. Um, that was on the, the family match episode. But anyways, he was in Charles Oakley, John Stark, blah, blah, blah. There's more people. Lots of big more names. Pippin. Yeah, people people from Pippin was the MVP. Pippin
0: MVP. And then uh, the next day on the 14th, I don't know a whole lot about the story. I did kind of like look it up a little bit. But uh, there was a big uh, ship that capsized uh, near, let me get this city right. Uh, it was outside of Korea, I believe. No, Thailand, uh, Ranong, Thailand. Uh, two hundred people died when the ship capsized. Nothing you ever really hear of. They say uh, it was probably illegal workers that were going back to Thailand. and the ship capsized, and then two hundred dead on the ship. Oof.
1: So it was like a like a kind of a cargo ship that had some illegal. Uh, like that's what was, it seems like. like trans- yeah, transporting it, like people illegally.
0: Yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, that's all I got for news. What about movies and music? What was number one this week?
1: Yeah. So new song, new song. Okay. The uh, n- n- first number one hit by one of Canada's greatest exports. I don't oh, even Justin, know if she's Justin an Justin Bieber. Oh, she? She. Yeah. Justin Bieber would just like to Dr- no, if even alive. Um, uh, the 90s, man. 90s. Avril Lavigne. We were literally just talking about this.
0: Um, who else is from Canada?
1: Oh my god! We literally just talked about this person.
0: Does she have more than one song? Oh
1: yeah. Well, you didn't. You didn't think so at first, but you. I think we at least came up with a few.
0: I think we came up with two. Celine Dion.
1: Celine Dion. This is actually not one of the songs we came up with, so oh. we could add three. list. Okay. But I mean, we all know that she is an accomplished, an accomplished performer. Meh. Steve, Steve's just being grumpy. If she didn't have that
0: Titanic know. song, no one would care about her.
1: Oh, that's so untrue. That is not even close to true. That's the only reason
0: right. anyone knows who she is. Wrong,
1: wrong, incorrect, incorrect. How many number one hits did she have? One, two. two. Wait, hold on. That's two. Let me, let me find the United States. Where's the United States? Yeah, don't don't
0: don't look at Canada.
1: I'm not gonna include Canada. Uh, here we go. U.S. One, two. two, three, four, five, no six, no way. seven. On oh, what chart? Nine,
0: ten. There's no way. Ten, ten number one. I don't even know if someone at a Celine Dion. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Concert. That
1: was a adult contemporary. Let me let me do just straight U.S. I don't that even know if
0: someone at a Celine Dion concert. One, ten
1: two, songs. three, four that, it, that were on the top top. Yeah, like the hot, you know, the US 100, like all the time, all all the charts. Yeah. The the ten was the US adult contemporary.
0: Congratulations, Titanic lady.
1: Her name is Celine Dion. When did that ship capsize? Like originally, like the OG ship?
0: Yeah, a long time ago. Twenty
1: nineteen. When, when did when did
0: the movie come out? That's the more important part. Ninety
1: eight. Okay. It's the twenty fifth anniversary was last year, so yeah, ninety eight. Uh, and the original was twenty, or excuse me, nineteen twelve, I believe. Still, was the... never seen the movie. I mean, it's a good movie. You can hate on it all you want, but it is a very well done movie. I'll pass. I think my, my, my one of my one of my most favorite uh, little like pieces of trivia is about that movie, and that the the so when the from in that movie from when the Titanic hits the iceberg to when it sinks is real time of how the actual Titanic sunk during you know back in 1912 or whatever. So like it's the actual amount of time how it how it happened, as close as they could get. Is that it to why
0: me. the movie's on two VHSs?
1: I mean, it's a three hour movie. It's a good movie. I don't care what you say. It's a great movie. Great movie. Anyways, Cleopatra. I'm gonna watch, Dion, I'm gonna watch song.
0: Dix, the musical instead tonight.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's value in a lot of different things. You don't have to like it, uh, but you're but it's a good movie. Um. Uh, all right. All right, oh, all, right, all, right. Right. all right all right all right all right so, What a uh, movie yeah. week two ace ventura pet detective great movie oh uh, great movie also a good movie uh we do have one birthday this week february 15th mr josh Byrne. but i don't know, i think i guess that's how he probably says it. burn yeah uh, that would be brendan on step by step that's his name mm-hmm. josh Byrne. oh why
0: i don't know, I, even know I, I don't know he didn't come over as a josh to me
1: he's a josh little brendan well, he's like, one of the only
0: people not doing the reunion, right? I
1: think right? he's the only one. I think he's the only, like, family oh, member. They didn't, they member didn't dig who... Susan Sarandon up. Well, come on, man. Too soon.
0: Family matters? Get into it?
1: Yeah, quick. Why? <laughs> so you can move past that joke. Season
0: 5, episode 18. Oh, they didn't get the uh, sister and the mom, either, from the salon.
1: I, they probably didn't even realize she's, they were on the show. They also don't have uh, have Bronson Pinchot, but how long was he on it? One episode? No, he was on for a few seasons. He became a regular character. Oh, later on, he's not on yet. No, 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 he's not on yet. He will be.
0: The Psycho Twins is the name of this episode. Oh man, uh, we start yeah. off with Eddie and Waldo. They are uh, reading some magazines. Importantly, Eddie's reading WWF the magazine. I know. Um, good start. Waldo is uh, a real loud (laughs) page-turner. Just flipping those pages and annoying Eddie like none other. Takes Waldo's magazine, throws it across the room. And what does Waldo do? Grabs another magazine, starts reading, starts flipping. That's your intro.
1: He's like ripping pages out as he turned them. It's rough.
0: Uh, Theme song We come back. They're still reading magazines. Eddie asks Waldo... Hey, who's the toughest wrestler in the world? And as they're talking about wrestling, Carl comes in. Um, We do see kind of the back cover of this magazine at this point, too, don't
1: we? Yeah. Did you notice something in particular about it?
0: Well, when I looked at it, I was like, that's Carl and Steve, isn't it? Is that not? Is it not them?
1: I don't know. Because I immediately
0: thought that. I'm like, that's Carl and Steven Masks. Why are they on that magazine? What'd I mean, you, the oh, are you talking twins, about the front of the magazine? Is that what you're talking about?
1: No, no I didn't notice the I didn't notice the detail on either. So I think Crush
0: WWF's Crush was on the cover, I believe.
1: And the Psycho Twins, presumably who you thought were Steve, yeah, yeah, and Carl. That's about. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Psycho Twins are on the back. Um, but yeah, Carl comes in, he grabs uh the magazine from Eddie, and because uh, he recognizes the guy on the back, he he doesn't say it's him. He says it's uh this classmate of his, right?
1: Lyle, good old Lyle.
0: It's Lyle. It's the Psycho Twins on the back. Um, and we also find out Wrestle Rama. I don't know why they had the WWF logo, but then they're going with all these other non WWF terms. But Wrestle Rama is coming to town. Carl wants to go to Wrestle Rama and confront Lyle, the Psycho Twin.
1: It sounds like Wrestle Rama is the local wrestling show. I got the impression that it just kind of films in the same place every week at the yeah. studio.
0: Yeah, that might be the case. Yeah. Um, so he's gonna go down there because he knows this guy from school. They run the wrestling team together. I don't know why he wants to confront him, but he does. And no, it's
1: because uh, they were good friends. It sounds like they were good friends, and he just wants to say what's hi. up.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, then and then uh, they get ready. they get, they're they're leaving right now. They're going to the studio, so they are all walking out the door. Carl, Eddie, Waldo, and as they're walking out, Steve is coming in at the exact same time. Um, and uh, he's got this big science breakthrough that he's trying to show them Snooze juice is what he's invented It's pretty much a drug that knocks you out that's all it is yeah Dr- drink this I mean, you'll, you'll not you'll, you'll fall you'll asleep. go to
1: sleep forever
0: great that sounds safe um <laughs> but uh Steve's like I'm coming with you guys and he they're all all four of them are not going to wrestle Rama or at least to the studio yeah. I guess wrestle Rama's that night and they think that they can night, get right. into the studio because they're. Pearl's the Winslows?
1: Carl's good friends with with uh, one of the psycho twins. I guess, but the, this is this is where I it don't goes. understand why it's so hard to understand. He's like, oh, that's like one of my old school best friends. I'm gonna go say hi and see what's up.
0: I'll explain when we get to the next scene at the studio. Okay. But uh, before okay. we get there, um, Harriet's in the kitchen, right? Dude. Laura and Richie get home, and Richie has to uh, tell Harriet that he told a lie to his teacher, and she doesn't even care. <laughs>
1: this this is the this is the only problem i have with this entire episode is this stupid little little storyline it's like a scene that they use they cut they like leverage for one other little tiny piece that they didn't even need to use they didn't even need this for
0: gotta get richie in that episode right
1: uh i think it's more getting laura in the episode but so uh yeah
0: harriet i told my teacher that my homework blew out my window and then uh Laura's like, tell her the rest. And he's like, and then an eagle picked it up and flew it to Germany.
1: Uh, Yeah, unnecessary. All right.
0: And then, but Harriet's like, well, you should have just stuck with the first part. That would have worked. You shouldn't have (laughs) kept talking about an eagle picking up your homework. Whatever. stop there, man. Now we're at this uh, wrestling studio. This is where, like, I get it. He knows the dude that's a wrestler, but they're already in the studio. How'd they just get in the middle of the day? Just like, what's up? We're here uh, while you guys are practicing wrestling. He didn't like. He didn't get it's, invited look, by Lyle. They've gotten
1: into school gymnasiums in the middle of the night on the weekends. He's they, a cop, they, right? They so maybe go, he's I mean, just like,
0: "Hey, here's my." It's bash. a different
1: time. Things weren't as things weren't as locked down. You just kind of show up, you know, look around a little bit, see what's going on. All right. You know, so generally, generally, if you want to go somewhere, you just go. You just go until someone tells you to stop, and then you then you figure it out from
0: there. As soon as they show these two guys in the ring before they sh- before they show the family showing up, I'm like. Oh, they're just gonna do this like double episode where it's like Steve and uh, Carl are in the crowd, but they're also wrestling and they're playing two characters in the same episode. But that's not what they went with. No. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's definitely them. But then they show them a little closer. I'm like, oh, it just looks a whole lot like them. But um,
1: well, intentionally.
0: Yeah. So the four of them sit down like in the first row while they're practicing, and Carl calls into the ring to Lyle. And Lyle is real excited to see Carl. Like I didn't know what they were going to go with here, but like he's real friends. excited.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. This all pay- this all plays out. Hops you're gonna, out you're of the like kind of conf- confusion is really is confusing me because it seems all pretty straightforward.
0: Hops out of the ring, gives Carl a big old hug. Um, Carl's introducing everyone to Lyle, and Lyle's like, "Man, you guys should come back tonight. Come to the show. I'll get you guys all front row seats." And they're Sweet. like, "Oh yeah, we're in." So. The plan is they're going to go get some dinner. They're going to come back. Um, That happens. But Steve accidentally leaves behind that water bottle of the snooze juice. Might have a little
1: problem. And Lyle is a bit thirsty after his workout.
0: Lyle starts drinking it a little bit. He's like, hey, other psycho twin, come over here. You try this too. He drinks it. So might have some sleepy psycho twins if this stuff works.
1: If it works, but they don't blow up like everything else Steve does.
0: So they kind of just jump right to it. Um, They leave, and now it's wrestling time. You see the crowd coming into the building. Uh, The ref's in the ring, keeps looking at his watch. Something is obviously going wrong. Uh, The producer comes over to Steve with, or comes over, like, into the crowd. He's holding Steve's water bottle of the uh, snooze juice, and Steve recognizes it right away, and then everything gets explained. These two guys, they drank the entire bottle of snooze juice, and they are out cold. They cannot get woken up. Steve tells them they probably won't wake up till Thursday.
1: That's a lot of that's a lot of sleeping. Just just real quick to kind of to kind of set who some of these people are. Yeah, sure. Um so Lou, who he's the like promoter guy. Okay. He is he was a regular on just the ten of us. He was on like eight episodes. Um I'm trying to pull up who exactly he was real quick. He was someone that worked at the school.
0: There weren't that many characters.
1: Danny uh, or if he was on five episodes, he was daddy, so I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I guess he probably, or oh, no, with, he might sure have been the guy at the restaurant. Like, see, what? I kept thinking the restaurant too, but I feel like that guy was on more than five episodes.
0: I was gonna say less than five for
1: the restaurant, but then I be- mean, it might have been. You might be right, you very well might be right. That's my guess. Um, let's see, yeah, because I feel like all the episodes he on are, are the, the ones that he is on are the ones where they were they showed restaurant shots. He might be the restaurant guy. Uh, the ref, did you recognize the ref? No. No, I didn't pay a lot
0: of attention. I
1: I wouldn't have recognized him either, but you'll (laughs) recognize the name. He is wrestling legend, Gene LaBelle. Um, So that is your referee. That's where the
0: LaBelle lock came from. If I'm not mistaken, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. I'm pretty sure his son is a, uh, one of the stunt guys on the show too.
0: The uh, LaBelle lock famously now used by one Daniel Bryan.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. Brian okay. Danielson,
0: whatever's going by. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyone else? The uh, other That's wrestler? It for now.
1: No. Well, they haven't come out yet. We'll get to that. In a the Psycho Twins came out earlier. Oh no! I'm, but are they uh, the Psycho Twins? Well, I guess I guess the only so the other Psycho Twin, the the smaller Psycho Twin, his his character's name is Emil. I don't know if they even ever say that, but it's in the credits. Uh, Michael Chambers, who is, who was is the same person that played the same like professional dancer that played Urkelbot back in that episode.
0: What about the big dude? Is he a football player?
1: He's an actor. Oh.
0: and a football player?
1: Mm, I didn't see. I mean, he might have been. Maybe,
0: I don't know. Might have made that up. All right. So the Psycho Twins are out cold. They're in the back. And uh, the producer, of course, gets real mad at Steve for leaving his drink behind. It's not Steve's fault. I mean, it's kind of Steve's fault. Um, but they're like, we're on the air in 10 minutes. And if we don't get the Psycho Twins out there, I'm going to get sued. And if I get sued, I'm going to sue all of you. So, now Steve's freaking out. Carl's freaking out. What are we (laughs) going to do? Carl tries to reason. He wants to know what they can do to make this right. So, commercial. We come back. The main event is about to start. Out first to the ring. Your challengers, the Bushwhackers.
1: The Bushwhackers.
0: Luke and Butch, they're coming out. They're doing their arm-raising march thing that they do and uh, the crowd is going crazy. They're the heels in this story. Next up, the champs, the psycho twins. They get wheeled out by a couple nurses and uh, if you pay real attention, you might want to you might recognize these aren't the same psycho twins from the beginning of the episode. <laughs> this is Carl Winslow and Steve Urkel masked up doing their best psycho-ness.
1: And it's good. I love it. They're great. I, they they are They are kayfabing all the way. They're ready to go. Completely
0: in character. They are running around the crowd. They are acting as psycho as they know how to act. And uh, the uh, announcer comes on announcing this as the match of the century. In case you didn't know, this is the match of the century.
1: This one. This one.
0: So they start uh, staring each other down, the psycho twins and the uh, bushwhackers go to a commercial, we come back, Steve is looking real nervous, Carl is uh, trying to tell him, look, I already talked to the producer, dude, Danny from just the 10 of us, and don't worry, the Bushwhackers are in on it, they're gonna make us look good, they're not gonna hurt us, everything's gonna be fine. So the match starts, uh, we get Carl in the ring, we get one of the Bushwhackers, I think it's Butch, but it could be Luke, and, uh. He's taking it real easy on Carl. He's like putting himself in headlocks. And
1: yeah, he's carrying the match. He's doing what he should be doing.
0: Yeah. So um, also note, these are the loosest wrestling ropes I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Yeah, you've seen some loose ropes. I've seen some loose ropes.
0: These are some loose ropes. You need, what's his name in there to tighten those things up?
1: Oh, yeah, I know exactly. Connor Claxton. Connor
0: Claxton. Get in there with that wrench. Tighten those ropes. No one knows what we're talking about.
1: I know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: um butch is uh like like travis said carrying this match and carl's like all right steve you go in there now so carl goes over tagging steve steve almost breaks his leg as he gets caught in the ropes just stepping into the ring and uh it looks like the <laughs> well, trainer even carl
1: like kind of like 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 rolls over like like blah, blah, into the ring i can't i don't know wait, like i don't know a real word loosest to ropes
0: ever <laughs> And uh, it looks like the trainers probably taught Steve one move because all he's doing is hip tossing over and over again to whatever bushwhacker this is.
1: It's an easy move to not have to actually do it. Hip anything. toss,
0: hip toss, hip toss. And uh, Luke tags in. And uh, Steve almost knocks himself out at this point, like uh, doing like a, what do you call that? Like just a body check in the middle of the ring. And then... What do you mean? Uh, What? Like, Steve, like, runs and, like, goes like he's going to hit, like, chest bump rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, almost knocks himself out. And then uh, Steve starts getting into it, starts, uh, like, dominating, just throwing a whole bunch of moves and, like, the crowd's eating it up. Then they go back to the house, Winslow house, and we see Richie's actually at home watching this match on TV. He recognizes him, right? He recognizes that it's Carl and Steve.
1: Yeah, Richie does pretty quickly. Yep.
0: Yeah. Cause then Harriet and Laura walk in, and uh, Richie's like, "Hey, look who's on TV! It's Uncle Carl and Steve." And uh, they look at the TV, look again, and they are shocked to see their uh, friend and dad and husband, and they're a little nervous for him.
1: Yeah, I think that they're terrified.
0: Back to the ring. Carl has got. Uh, Butch, I guess, in a submission hold <laughs> and uh Steve and Luke are on the outside, like on the apron talking about uh, just stuff. They're like, Hey, what's going on, man? He's like, Oh nothing, and like uh Steve says something to reveal that Carl is a cop, and then uh Luke gets real upset because the bushwhackers hate cops.
1: Hate cops. And and they hate cops because their mom got arrested by a cop but that morning, the day before.
0: <laughs> and then like, this is
1: a newfound hatred of cops.
0: This uh, match where they're uh, making the Psycho Twins look real good takes a quick change where the Bushwhackers are now beating up Carl for real in the ring.
1: Yes. And
0: everyone is worried.
1: They're giving it to him pretty hard.
0: Yep. Um, Steve jumps in, tries to save Carl, jumps on one of their backs, starts going crazy. He's hitting every move now. I think he gets like a drop kick in there maybe at some point. Her Go, Garana, I think. Goes up to the top rope. Gonna come down and win this match, but accidentally hits Carl and then Luke takes Steve and throws him from the ring into the first row right on top of Eddie and uh, Waldo and it's like Ugh, we need
1: some help. Mayhem. Mayhem ensues.
0: Everything goes crazy. A riot breaks out in the ring. Fans are just jumping in the ring from everywhere trying to save their beloved psycho twins. And uh, I don't know. This is absolute craziness.
1: It's mayhem. It's madness. It's madness.
0: Go back to the house. Carl and Steve are there. They are in every type of uh, bandage and brace and mm-hmm. cast that brace. you can think of. And uh, they sit down on the couch. And I remember they blame each other. I don't remember that. Did they blame each other for everything that happened? Yeah,
1: because Carl blames Steve for the juice. The, the juice, and I can't. And I think.
0: It was Carl's idea to get the ring anyways, of, right? Yeah,
1: and like maybe for being a cop or something. I don't know. Or for I think Carl's also mad that Steve told me he was a cop. It's just a bunch of finger pointing.
0: Yep. Harriet comes in and uh, was it the producer or was it Luke they called? I wrote Luke, but I think it was the producer they called. It him. was Lou. It, Lou is the Lou. name of the, per, of the promoter. What yeah. are they doing here? Lou and Luke. I know. I
1: know. I know. Well, they didn't. Yeah. Lou it's called
0: like, and uh, they want Carl and Steve back. To be the Psycho Twins again, I guess? No, 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 no. They want them back to wrestle the nurses. As what characters, though, is what I'm wondering. I don't know. I don't know. They'll make up a team. The cop and the cop friend.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the cop and the the nerd or something. I don't know.
0: We want you guys to wrestle the nurses. And Carl's like, oh, yeah, I'm in. Sign me up. That's it. End of episode. No credit scene.
1: Nope.
0: I always wonder with these no credit scenes, like if they got cut for streaming or if there really just wasn't one that week.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes the credit scenes are, are just kind of extra that they are squeezed in. Like they not needed you know, in this episode. Here's what I imagine: is that they were, you know, an episode without commercials is what like 22 minutes, 23 yep. minutes. Yep. I imagine they probably end up filming a 30 minute episode, cut scenes that are slow, don't make sense, and if they have enough room at the end, then they'll have the credit scene. If they're, you know, if they've already got it kind of tightened up, then they don't like it. All I think it just all kind of depends. Uh, from here,
0: we go to our eight. 30, no, 9 o'clock slot, right? No Boy Meets World at 8.30, we're at 9 o'clock, step-by-step. Season 3, episode 17, Pretty Woman is the name of the episode. Starts off, we got Brendan and JT. um, They're stacking some, like, wood boards up in the kitchen. And then uh, as they're doing this, Cody comes in. He's got a karate outfit on, and now we know what's going on. He's about to break some boards.
1: Breaking boards with his head.
0: Dana comes home, and... uh, Cody gets set up, and he's going to try to smash these things with his head. He uh, does his best Karate Kid impression, slams his head down, and fails. Doesn't break anything. Just has a hurt head at this point. Dana's like, I don't think you should do that again. He does, fails again, does it again, fails again. Almost passes out this time. And then uh, I think Brendan says, boy, I hope kids won't try this at home. And that's the end of the little intro scene.
1: It yeah, is all right.
0: Yeah. Doesn't mean anything for the rest of the episode, right?
1: Nope.
0: Theme song, we come back. We got Carol in the kitchen. She's making um, coffee, coffee for some old lady that's getting a makeover. Yep. Great. Um, oh, we do get a diss of the week here, though, from Carol, which is a, a rare appearance. Carol, I sure hope this makeover is going to make me glamorous. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, don't worry just go back in the shop get under the dryer and no time at all you look just like Sibyl Shepherd. or a German Shepherd.
0: Okay. so now right. we've got uh, Al and uh, she's complaining to Carol because Carol washed her hockey jersey and now there's no more blood on it and she thinks all the blood looks cool and it's intimidating and she's upset right. yeah
1: it's, it's, that's the whole thing she wants to be scary
0: yep uh we find out also here that karen has a modeling audition and she's coming downstairs to practice some of her facial expressions that she's been working on showing them to her mom see what she thinks uh al is yeah. calling her an idiot during this entire time
1: making a fun of her the whole time i mean this could have been you could have done a montage of, of this for the disc of the week Disc of the weeks right here I had to put that rare Carol appearance in there. No, no, I get it. I get it. I'm like complaining. I'm just saying. that That's the level of what we're talking here.
0: Karen, of course, is upset that Al keeps insulting her. And Carol suggests, uh, maybe you should just try being yourself, Karen. And Karen, uh, she's like, I can't do that. And she really just wants this job bad.
1: She does. Stop Jeans. That's the the brand. What is it
0: called? Stop. 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 So uh next scene we got Frank in the living room. He's setting up for a poker game. Mark wants to join. Did we
1: not have a poker game episode with Mark playing poker? I don't think so because I I not that I remember, but this this definitely went in a different direction than I thought it was gonna go. Yeah, but, for sure. Um Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't
0: I remember we that. had one where like Mark We've sat had a down. bunch of poker
1: games in and Hang with Mr. Cooper where where Vanessa ends up winning a lot. <coughs> um I don't remember anything with I wrong. I could be wrong, though. I
0: don't, I don't know. So Mark wants to join the game. Um, Frank's like, oh, you can. It's a men's game. But you know what you can do? You can be in charge of snacks. And Mark's like, oh, I get to be the caterer? Great. So, great. We got that figured out. Uh, doorbell or door or something. It's the poker guys. They're there to play. But you know what? If you can count up to uh, three, you're missing one. There's only two people there. They don't have enough people for a game. And uh, they're down one player. They don't know what to do. So... Yeah. What do you know? Cody walks in and uh first he tells Frank that uh, he made a big discovery. Did you know that Michelle in Full House is actually played by two people? I hate this. You do? I hate this Why? so much. Why?
1: Because we have established that, that they are in the same universe. So when they oh. mention them, mention them in context of the show it just it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense they do it
0: a lot though don't they yes all right it doesn't bother me
1: bothers me bothers me so much
0: isn't one of these poker players cody's michael motorcycle friend
1: no he does look like him he's oh, actually him. Uh, he's actually frank's work friend we did see him in an earlier episode the one where uh like Car- oh, carol yeah. and frank are trying to like read the book and be better at their relationship and carol comes to the the office, the trailer, and they, um...
0: Making fun of him with, like, a love letter or something. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, that was yeah. him there, too. That's funny. Yeah, uh, no, that, that
1: is... Him. He does look a lot like the, like, uh... I can't remember his name right now, but, yeah, the motorcycle friend.
0: Psycho, or something like that.
1: Uh, no, that was his buddy. He's got a more... He's, like, Crusher, or something like that.
0: Alright, so, Michelle's two people. Um, Frank's friends, they've figured out what to do. They want Cody to play, because, obviously, this guy's real smart. Uh... <laughs> and, uh, Cody's, like, sorry guys I don't gamble just want to warn you guys I'm a very lucky person I have a curse on me and I always win and I hate it and I cannot play because of it
1: yeah he just can't deal with the the good fortune that he's been handed
0: yeah what did he explain some like old man told him that uh, this curse happens like once in a century and... like,
1: yeah like once every five generations somebody is get like cursed by the hand of luck
0: And his whole thing is what? Like, he doesn't want this because... I never really could
1: figure (laughs) out why he was opposed to this curse.
0: Yeah. It's something about, like, how other people see him, if he's always winning everything. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Frank's like, when's the last time you played poker, Cody? And he's like, oh, like, seven years ago. And Frank's like, don't worry, you're not going to win. So... (laughs) Cody sits down, he believes Frank, Frank deals out the cards, um, Cody looks at his cards, and, uh, he's got four kings in his hand, he mentions it to Frank, he's like, yep, that's about the best you can get, and, uh, so Cody's like, fine, I'll pitch these four kings back, he's, like, trying to lose, Frank gives him four more cards, he looks at his cards, like, real slow, it takes, like, 30 seconds to go, like, card mm. by card.
1: And it's, like, it's, like, real dramatic, like, to-
0: And one by one, these new four cards are all aces. He now has four of a kind aces in his hand.
1: I mean, that's pretty lucky.
0: And Cody freaks out. The curse is still there. And he just screams, no. (laughs) From there.
1: Poor Cody. Poor guy.
0: From there we go to this modeling audition. Looks like it's a mall, right?
1: Oh, definitely, absolutely.
0: Uh, Karen, Carol, and Al's there for some reason. Well, I guess we know why Al's there. Uh, Carol just brought Al along because Al needed to get a new hockey. What did she call it? Not a hockey stick, a hockey some hockey bat. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She making fun of the the yeah hockey bat. Not it's making fun,
0: the... just not knowing what it's called. Um, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. So Al um, is just like annoyed that she's there. This like whole f- modeling thing is going to take too long. And then the photographer comes out. He's apparently a well-known photographer. And
1: Well, uh, he says, I mean, he is very much like... Karen, too. I am Tim, the greatest photographer ever in the history of New York City. And I'm here in Port Washington, Wisconsin. Karen knows
0: who this guy is, too. All
1: right. But yeah, Karen. the
0: photographer gives his little speech about like what he's looking for and who he is and everything. And then uh, he goes him down, looks at the crowd, comes back to his assistant and tells the assistant, look. I'm looking for a girl edge. I don't think this is here. I don't think this is gonna work. Right. And then, at the corner of his eye, he spots Edgy Owl.
1: Called, well, he doesn't spot her. She starts. She starts like kind of telling Karen or Carol like, "What are we gonna go? What's going on? This is stupid. All this sucks." Blah blah blah. And that's and so that's when he hears her and is like, "That's that's the girl. That's who I want."
0: Calls her over immediately, gives her the job, and Karen screams in devastation
1: and that was it's that good like alfred hitchcock pan where where it's like panning in there like zooming into her while you know kind of closing in on her as well
0: so we go to a commercial break we come back to karen uh telling carol how unfair this is this can't be happening al is just in the background like rubbing it all in like <laughs> and karen <clears throat> um I guess a couple guys come up at this point. Like Bobby comes up and says, "Hey, Karen, want to go out later?" But uh, Karen's still upset. And then, well, uh, this,
1: what, what happens in this? The the point of this scene, the point of that, is that the three of them are fighting in the in the kind of uh-huh. know, the concourse of the mall. And one guy comes up who knows Carol, and Carol like is able to pause the fight and be like oh, hey, good to see you, blah, blah, blah. One comes up and Karen's able to pause the fight and be like, blah, blah, blah. And one comes up to, to Al and Al's like, not able to let it go. And she's like, oh, I'm in a fight right now. Can't you see that? Leave me alone. It's just kind of showing that she is as edgy as they want her to be.
0: Yeah, and then Carol yells at the two and says, you guys need to chill out. You guys need to figure this out. And Karen says, fine, the argument's over, but, uh, or no, does Al say that?
1: No, Karen, uh, Karen does.
0: She's like fine argument's over but uh al I just want to warn you modeling is not as easy as you think it is
1: yes, and then, uh, she does it.
0: Al goes off to go get her hockey bat and then Carol and Karen talk for a minute before uh, the next scene where Carol is just like Karen I mean what what are you what are you doing this is your sister don't you see her as your sister and she's like no she's just my she's just your stepdaughter she's not my sister and then Carol gets pretty upset here
1: Well, yeah, yeah. She's like, you guys have lived together for three years and you don't think of her as your sister.
0: Yeah, I just want everyone just to be a big family. Like, I don't want this happening anymore, but Karen still does not see it that way.
1: Yeah. She's unfair. Well, I guess I don't know fairness, but she's mad. She's really upset. And that's a lot of why she's not willing to, like, you know, see see Carol's side of the story.
0: Yeah, so we go back to the house where we get, go to Cody, who is mad at Frank for letting him play because Frank promised there was no way that he was going to win. Obviously, we saw what happened. Uh, we do find out he only played that one hand, though. He, like, won with the yep. aces, got out of there. It's a good um, way
1: to get make a lot of people really mad.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's still upset about the whole curse, and uh, apparently he's been lucky all day. Like, the luck has just not stopped. Uh, he was the thousandth customer in line, He uh, got some change from a 7-Eleven that uh, one of the coins was, like, a Civil War quarter worth 800 bucks. And then, like, he felt so bad about winning, he instantly uh, spent everything that he won. Like, he (laughs) bought, like, 800 Slurpees or something like that.
1: $800 for the Slurpees at the hardware store. He spent the money on uh, caulking? Was it caulking? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah.
0: So, Frank then the phone rings. Yeah, like, uh, the phone does ring. And, uh, it's the radio station and they're like, Hey, what's your favorite radio station? he's like, Oh, WTKC. And then, uh, he hangs up the phone and he's like, ah, now I just want a trip to the Bahamas. (laughs) (laughs) The luck continues. The curse is still there. So from here we go, uh, to the photo shoots, uh, Al's photo shoot, because she's the new, uh, would you say stop jeans? That's what it's called. Stop jeans. She's the new stop jeans girl. Uh, Karen is in disguise. She's got like a trench coat and glasses on off in the corner and she is spying
1: on this entire thing. Yep. Like behind the, behind the rack. Yep.
0: <clears throat> so there's a bunch of people that are in Al's face. I'm assuming like people from the jeans company and the photographer and the assistant. Oh yeah. And they're all like, Oh, I don't know about this. Like she needs to look like this. And, uh, it's making Al really nervous. She's getting, nervous. she's already, re- she's like already <clears throat> really nervous.
1: So yeah, this, this uh, doesn't help.
0: Carol's trying to help her out. It's not working. And uh, Al's like, Karen was right. This is this is really hard. And I just want to go home. Yeah. And as this happens, trench coat Karen pops out from the clothing rack. And she's like, Mom, let me talk to Al real quick. And then Karen and Al talk. And Karen's like, look, I feel bad about what happened the other day. And I just want to give you some advice. And she's like, why do you want to give me advice? And she's like, because we're sisters. And Al, of course thinks it's really sweet and karen tells her look if they want edge you need to show her you need to show them edge and then i was like i can do that and then al heads over for the photos and it's just like this big modeling montage of like al in 50 different goofy ass outfits
1: some of them are good uh, well some of them are okay and a lot of them are goofy yes
0: that's it. Like a 30 second minute long modeling montage of Al to end off the yeah. episode. Yep. Yep. Uh, we do get a credit scene here with uh, Frank and Dana working on building like a model ship. Uh, I think uh, Frank has Dana like holding something and it ends up like gluing her hand. And then uh, we hear an explosion. Yeah, cause this, was,
1: this was a joke earlier too, because he was working on something, the same thing, and he had glued like his hands to the paper or something like that.
0: We hear an explosion in the backyard. And Frank's like, oh, don't worry, it's just uh Cody working on something. And then uh Cody runs in and I forget what he says happened, but he's really excited because now he's got some bad luck. Maybe the curse is done.
1: It's the hope, right?
0: That's the hope, I guess. Um 9 30, we're hanging with Mr. Cooper, season two, episode eighteen. Trading Is it Trading Places? That's called, I guess that makes sense. Eh, I don't know. Um so it starts off we've got Vanessa she's getting home to mark in the kitchen and uh we find out that uh she borrowed his car and now needs to borrow geneva's car because she dented up his car and geneva's like here's the keys go right
1: (laughs) yeah i was surprised at this because she comes in she's like hey mark let's look your car hey geneva can i borrow your car i need to go somewhere and i can't go in mark's car because the door's hanging off and he's like what She tells him that he's got some kind of accident and hit something. She's just like, yeah, sure. Take the keys. See you later. Like, what? Whoa. Slow down there, Geneva.
0: Yeah. So Vanessa runs off with Geneva's keys. Then we hear a crash. And uh, now she's crashed Geneva's car as well.
1: As soon as she leaves the driveway. I don't even know if she got out of the driveway. You hear her backing up. And then it it just goes downhill. Uh, After the theme
0: song, we come back to Nicole trying to get her mom to... uh, Give her a baby sister, a baby brother. She wants a new baby. She's like, and it's
1: very direct. It's like, I want a baby. Give me a baby.
0: And he was like, No, that's not happening. Uh, Vanessa gets home.
1: She. She has. Tyler has a baby. Does he? Have we seen that? He's baby? got the baby. He's got a baby sister.
0: Okay. Um.
1: I assume that's what she's talking about.
0: Yeah. Vanessa gets home and she's still looking for a job. They're not ending this storyline ever.
1: I mean. It's a good, it's, milk it.
0: She went to the unemployment office. Is it unemployment or an employment office?
1: What are they called? Unemployment. Unemployment Unemployment.
0: office. And uh, has no luck there. But they did give her a bunch of, like, leads, I guess. And uh, Coop and Geneva start, like, reading through those. And they do find one that seems like it would be a good fit for a radio sales job.
1: Been there, done that.
0: 30K a year. Is that what they told her? That's,
1: yeah, that's what I told her.
0: Um, so that's where we go next. We're at this uh, radio station kind of in the lobby. Uh, we see someone in the in the lobby getting interviewed. Mark is, uh, what is Mark? I wrote Mark using her to get the job. That doesn't make
1: sense though. No, well, Mark Mark gives her a ride because... Oh, Mark I'm just...
0: Her... Wa- urging her to get the job. Mark just wants her to get a job so she can start paying for stuff is what it is. Right, right. And he's like, I'll take you yeah. there. I'll help you out. I'll do whatever I got to do. Get a job. Yeah, so, exactly. Vanessa goes off to the bathroom. This uh, other interview is still in progress. And uh, the boss ends up kicking that guy out because he's like, oh, this is a family radio station. It's a very conservative radio station as well. And it
1: was something out. really dumb that he did. Like, he... He said that he like drank a beer. It was something very non-controversial that the guy did. That he yeah.
0: Um, Vanessa comes out of the bathroom. Uh, Coop tries to help her with uh, the interview by like l- kind of letting her know that what this guy wants is like something super conservative, friend, family friendly. Um. I think the interviewer ends up telling him to leave. Like, is that? I, tell you I, to leave, Coop. Because he's just like no. behind her, like giving her answers. No, and no, he to... sits
1: down he sits down with her and tells the guy that they're married.
0: Oh, that's right. And then uh Vanessa is trying to lie her way into this job and pretty much is telling this guy that she's Geneva.
1: Like, More or less. I'm yeah. from she's the like,
0: South. Yeah.
1: I I'm a good cook. I can Yeah.
0: And the guy likes her. He likes yeah. her a lot. And even wants her to make him a southern meal.
1: She invites him on over.
0: So she's got the job at this point, right? Yeah, she's got a job. Go back to the house. Uh, Nicole's in the kitchen writing. Geneva wants to teach Nicole about the birds and the bees at this point. And she is struggling. Doesn't get anywhere.
1: Well, because she's not doing a very good job of it herself. (coughs)
0: Um, Then uh, Vanessa and Coop get home Uh, She announces to Geneva That she got the job And that the new boss is coming over tomorrow And then Coop's like Well you might want to tell her the rest of it And uh, Coop tells Geneva About uh, how much Vanessa Had to lie to get the job And now Vanessa tells Geneva They pretty much have to pretend that they are each other So Geneva is going to have to act like (laughs) Vanessa Vanessa is going to have to act like Geneva While this boss comes over
1: yeah, and 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 to the point like to the point where they're saying like Geneva has because to- they told the boss that Geneva was a was like a real loose woman who yeah. didn't have good morals and so she's gonna have to act like that when the boss comes over. Yeah,
0: could be funny. Um, yeah. So that's where we go. Next scene is uh, the boss dinner night. Vanessa is like in a robe, too embarrassed to be seen in Geneva's clothes. Geneva comes out in Vanessa's like short skimpy dress. And she's having fun with it, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she looks great. She likes it. She's having a great
0: time. Uh, The doorbell rings, and it is Mr. Walker from the radio station. Everyone is in on it on this one. Because, I mean, everyone wants Vanessa to have this job. So they're like, yeah, we'll do this. We don't care. As long as you get a job. Pay rent. So they're all in on it. Um, Nicole and Tyler come out, though. And Tyler has to pretend to be Coop's adopted son at this point just to not get Well, he doesn't away.
1: have to be. He doesn't have to be. Nicole has is is has to pretend to be Vanessa's daughter because Vanessa said that she had a daughter. But when they come out, Tyler's like, "Oh, and I'm the son." And everyone's like, "Well, we got to talk about that now." Like that he like throws a curveball at the whole thing because Yeah, because Mr. Walker's
0: like, "You didn't tell me you had another kid." And he's like, right, "Oh, he's right, adopted." Yeah. Right. So, uh they don't show the dinner or anything. I thought maybe that's where they were going to go and like have all the problems of like hiding it from the boss, but dinner's over now. Uh, Coop is just trying to get Mr. Walker out of the place, um, but uh, he's staying for dessert. Someone mentions dessert, and he's going to stay for that. Yeah. So everyone is continuing trying to lie about this whole situation. Coop is uh, still just trying to get Mr. Walker to leave, and after dessert, uh, I think he does. He does leave
1: yeah but also before that happens, Nicole asks for another asks for a baby again right in front of the boss.
0: yeah, um, Nicole still wondering about the birds and the bees. Vanessa feels uh bad lying to Mr. Walker about everything, and she says I'm gonna tell him the truth tomorrow
1: yep she she and I think she's starting to feel like she's she's just not feeling it in general, I think,
0: yeah, so it's the next day now, uh Vanessa's at the radio station coop uh coops there too right
1: yeah well he's still giving her a ride because she doesn't have a car i
0: don't know what i wrote here Coop something how down so she won't tell them oh coops oh yeah yeah, yeah, that's right you're right so vanessa goes ahead right Uh, right, to go tell and then coop follows her to the radio station because he's trying to stop her from telling the boss because he's worried he's trying to talk her out of it if she tells him he's gonna fire her right
1: right right and he wants again everybody needs her to have this job so she can pay rent
0: Yep. So she goes into the like actual radio studio to go tell him the truth, and uh, he's like, he gets real creepy at this point. He's like, "Well, what would you do to keep the job?" After she tells him, and he's like, uh, "Do you know what the uh, no tell motel means?" <laughs> and uh, we find out while they're talking, the mics are on; they're on the air with this conversation,
1: which is weird that they would be on the air. Like that he would randomly be on the air. As a I think they were
0: already on the air when she walked in, right? Like maybe never turned anything off.
1: And he would just he just would forgot that he was doing a, a live radio. broadcast. He's
0: real distracted by the no tell motel possibilities.
1: I guess this just doesn't. I mean, you've worked. We both worked in radio. This, if you were doing a live broadcast and somebody walked in and just started having a conversation with you, there's zero chance that you would engage in that conversation. Yeah, no, you're right. you Would probably be like. Making quiet sounds to try to get them out of the studio. No, definitely.
0: So um, he's just being real creepy. Vanessa is trying to blow him off and tells him at this point, hey, guess what? We're on the air. And then uh, Mr. Walker is trying to play it off, trying to pretend like, oh, this was just a test of what could happen if you're in a bad situation. And then uh, Coop calls in from the uh, phone in the lobby. He's on the other side of the glass and starts to blackmail uh, Mr. Walker into paying.
1: Uh, so he's got his wife on the other line.
0: Yeah. And he's like, you need to pay uh, Vanessa's salary if you don't want us to say anything. And he's like, uh, how about a week? And he's like, no. And eventually they agree to three weeks, I think. And then uh, he's well, that's already. That's because
1: that's enough money to get Mark's car fixed.
0: Yeah. And he's already writing a check and sliding it under the door.
1: Yep. Because you said Mark like locked him in, right?
0: Oh, no. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess she's not working there anymore. She's getting three weeks of pay. Mark's going to get his car paid off. That's pretty much it. We go back to the house. Uh, Nicole is watching some baby. I don't know whose baby this is.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird, but she's, it sounds like Vanessa's babysitting and, or Geneva, maybe Geneva's babysitting. I don't know
0: what's going on. There's some baby in the yeah. house and Nicole's taking care of the baby and has now decided that she doesn't want a baby anymore after taking care of a baby. Sounds about right um coop and vanessa get home and coop shows her the uh check that uh mr walker gave and immediately takes it for his car and encourages her she don't worry you'll get a job nicole or vanessa just keep trying so that's gonna keep going and uh she's like you know what coop i've decided i'm not gonna get a job right now or that's not what she says she says i'm gonna go back to college
1: yeah she's like well you know what maybe i'm gonna t- pause that go back to school get some skills so that i can actually do this uh with a little bit more intention but
0: this is the weird part for me she's like i'm gonna go back to college and he's like how are you gonna pay for that and she's like oh i'll get two part-time jobs during the time she can't even find one part-time job <laughs> but now she's gonna find two part-time jobs and go to college at the same time so coop's like you know what here take the check i'll take. i'm gonna count it as an investment for your college
1: that's cool. Very kind of him. Yeah, yeah very kind. And of he's
0: him. like, you know what? They'll probably just Mr. Walker's probably just going to cancel the check anyways, which is probably right.
1: <laughs> also, probably true.
0: Uh, that's the end of the episode. We do get a credit scene with uh, Coop talking to Nicole and Tyler. They want to know where babies come from, and you know what? He can't tell them either. Nope. And that's it. That's our uh, abbreviated week for uh, episodes this week. Uh, we this is the part where we rank the episodes in the show. I'm ready to go. If you. Uh, don't i'm ready mind. to go, too. go ahead go ahead number three this week i've got step by step we've seen karen model uh number two i've got hanging with mr cooper not the greatest episode but you know what family matters did it for me this week a little wrestling is all it usually takes family matters in at the number one spot
1: all right all right um i agree with you generally i definitely got step by step at three I thought family matters was going to be a runaway. Number one. I thought I was, it was, was it was for me. There is no way anything's going to come close. I have, I have family matters. Number one, but I will say, I thought hanging with Mr. Cooper was hilarious. And as I was watching it, I was like, Oh man, this is going to be closer than I thought. Um, didn't get there which
0: um which part of it did you like the most
1: i don't know the whole thing i just thought was funny i just thought i I will say
0: i really liked uh geneva playing the vanessa role oh yeah geneva was
1: great great. geneva was great i really just i thought it was a great episode okay um so it was a lot closer for me than 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 for you it sounds like but family matters i mean it was it's it's tough to beat that episode real tough um thank you once again who
0: did our theme song this week was it drew yeah drew for the theme song this week tgifcast at gmail.com if you want to send in your own version at tgifcast on all social media to follow us along next week what do we have coming up on the show
1: yeah so same kind of deal only two episodes next week short week Um, so we have Boy Meets World season 1 episode 17 and Step by Step season 3 episode 18
0: cool we'll be back with those next week two episodes for you another short week and uh, yeah it'll be good times
1: Have a good week, Steve.
0: You got it, dude.